0: Hello, and welcome to the first episode of the All Access Albion podcast. My name's Simon Hill. I'm one of the members of the All Access Albion group. Uh, I'm flying solo today, but hopefully I will be joined by other members for future episodes. So, I thought I'd start by explaining what the All Access Albion um, group is all about and the idea behind the podcast. Um, so, the Uh, All Access Albion group was created uh, by a group of uh, Albion supporters uh, who either have a disability uh, themselves um, or have personal experience of the challenges that attending football matches as a person with a disability can bring. We were all approached by the club um, and asked to help improve the experience. Uh, that disabled supporters have when attending matches, but also interacting with the club, uh, such as when buying tickets, etc. We've already achieved a few things, such as um, getting subtitles uh, available on the screens in the accessible concourses. Uh, these are found at the corner of the Birmingham Road end and the West Stand or Halfords Lane. Uh, if you're um, old school, uh, and at the opposite end of the West Stand or Halfords Lane Stand in the uh, Smethwick End corner. We were aiming to have subtitles available all round the ground, but due to technical issues, uh, that hasn't been possible as yet. However, we uh, remain um, hopeful that something can be done in that direction. Um, as a totally blind person myself, I was able to give the club some pointers on how to make the club website easier to use for screen reader users. We have also created uh, a language display, uh, food and drink menus, which after a successful trial in the accessible concourses, um, they will now be rolled out around the whole stadium uh, in the near future. Of course, this is just a start, and we're well aware that there is much more work to be done but we are determined to make sure that supporters with a disability aren't forgotten about. So if you have any questions or would like to raise any issues you have experienced, please email us at email us contact at allaccessalbion.co.uk or you can find us on Facebook and Twitter, or should I say X these days. Uh, we would also like more people to join the group to increase our numbers and help with the workload so if you would like to get involved then please do get in touch as well we'd love to hear from you so the podcast well even in this day and age not everybody finds uh, using the internet easy or, or even has access to it all of the time i for one am not a fan of social media so uh, the idea is that the podcast will be another way that people can get uh, the latest news from not just the club and Uh, regarding the men's first team, but also uh, the women's team and everything that's going on right across the Albion family. So for the first episode, um, we're going to look back at the uh, game against Birmingham on Saturday. Uh, To start with, um, let's (coughs) hear the highlights uh, with your commentary team from Albion TV and Albion Radio, Jesmore Holland and Andy Johnson.
1: Palmer comes out to collect on the edge of his six-yard box, but great work from Laird to get him behind, and Stansfield making that dart in the front of the centre half. Albion work it to the right-hand side towards Tom Fellows, who steps in onto his left foot, oh, plays a lovely a ball through the middle towards John Swift. could great be from feet. him. Swift plays it off. Here's Jed Wallace shooting chance oh. straight at Etheridge along the floor, into his gloves. Jed Wallace probably just wanted more of an angle there to be able to curl his foot round yep. that ball and bend it beyond Etheridge. Great feet from. Uh, John Swift, he rolls the ball out, and as you said, the angle's a little bit... <laughs> know, he's tried to go across the goalkeeper, it just gets a little bit wrong there, Jed. It's only his fifth game in charge oh, of the ball it, through Jed. the middle, and Jed has waited for the ball, here come Blues. It's layered up to the edge of the box, and now it's Dozel, it's back with Sonjic, he will try from Ray oh! Oh, and Alex, come well, on oh, the ball, Alex, on. his gloves. <laughs> and thankfully, he took just enough of the sting out of the ball to prevent it going over the line. Such an easy ball for him to catch. Usually, he probably just takes his eye off the ball a little bit. Knocks it in towards Beale, headed away by Connor Townsend and Jarvis. Oh, brilliant, ball. brilliant, lovely touch to get away from Miyoshi. He's up against Sunyech here, and then Miyoshi challenges Jed Wallace. Albion have got the ball, though somehow Wallace manages to hold on to it, and it's back with Cedric Kippen. Oh, what a lovely great pass. ball into Darnell Furlong, away from Desailly, on down the line towards Tom Fellows, who will have a chance here to run at Long one v one. Long is isolated. Fellows trying to exploit that. Fellows goes past. What a him. ball! He oh, he's, got he's got a score down past the far post by Alex Mowat. Who could have put the baggie's punching on up. the he ground? Flaps the floor in frustration. Albion probably should be ahead in this derby. Alex Mowat, you've done all the hard work. You've brought him. you got to get into that position. He attacks the ball so well. Look at the height he's, he's got. Gets over the ball and just fluffs the header. He'll be so disappointed. Everybody back to the baggies to defend it. Blue's turn to attack. From a corner situation, whipped in towards that near post, flicked on at the near post as well. Oh, it's hit the far post and it's landed in Alex Palmer's hands. Landed in Alex Palmer's arms. What a let off for West Bromwich Albion. It was flicked on at the near post by Kevin Long, and West Bromwich Albion breathe a huge sigh of relief that the Blues haven't taken the lead there. Well, crazy, crazy scenes. If that would have gone in, yeah, it could have done back to Yakuzlu. oh he's held onto the ball here he's got Keshi Anderson oh, on his he's back never in, he's always in control Yakuzlu there and then passes it to the right hand <laughs> side to Furlong was nervous for half a moment yeah until you realise it was Yakuzlu. Furlong Got slide him. in towards Callum Marshall now Johnston turn to get away from Jordan James Johnston does Go well and play and on, on the floor Marshall will continue plays on it down side, the line he's side. stays down against Furlong Furlong pulls it back ah! oh! 6 minutes great work from Johnston then it was great work from Furlong on the right hand side and Across the defender, got contact on the ball, and it lands in the roof of the net. Albion one Birmingham City Nil takes the, the pace of the ball and uses that and it goes into the roof of the net. What a what a goal! What a time to score. And we've said about it all game, you don't have to be at your best, week in, week out, but what you've got to do is win week in, week out. And could that be the winning goal? What a goal!
0: I think AJ enjoyed that one. So after the game, uh, Jez caught up with uh, Carlos Corbran and asked him for his thoughts, not just on the game, but also uh, becoming a parent in the uh, for the second time in the early hours of Saturday morning.
2: Carlos, before we talk about the game, I'd just like to ask how Claudia and Dario are in hospital.
3: Fortunately, very good. Thanks to Wood that everything has been well. Uh, Darío, the new member of the family, understand the importance of that game. He wanted to watch and that's why he was enough quick to to help us. And I am very, very proud because, of course, from the personal perspective, it's an important thing. What was that
2: like for you? Your wife is giving birth, but you've got a game to prepare for in what less than 12 hours. What was that like?
3: I think the last, the last week has been a, a tough or oh, very demanding week. First of all, because we put a lot of motivation to prepare the the previous game against Wolves, because we knew how important for our for our fans uh, our fans was the game, and unfortunately we didn't re- achieve the result that we wanted to achieve. After the last week of the market, always is important week because you need to adapt to the changes of the situation because always something can happen in this in this week, and you need to work to be ready to to solve according to your needs. And uh, it's true that we were preparing one game that was important too. Another derby uh, here in our stadium. And we, we knew that could be a tough game to prepare and tough game to compete against a team that, for me, they have a very good players, and now they have. Uh, they are playing very good football too. And of course, when you arrive to the game, and, and it's the day that you expect to have a, a new member of the family, it. Sometimes you are not going to get the rest that you would like to to have, but like it's something very nice to to live. Always uh, has been a good end of the week.
2: It's the perfect day for you, Carlos, isn't it? The safe arrival of your second son and three points for your team, West Bromwich Albion.
3: Yes, now when you are analyzed with distance, yes, but it's true that uh, uh, the first, the personal thing has been very positive, and today the game has been positive, but at the same time has been tough. And what we are going to do is always try to make our best, improve the things that we didn't do enough well. But it's true that in the championship, not always you are going to win three points being much better than the opponent. You need to be able, and that's what the championship demands, you need to be able to win the opponents, even when the game is very balanced. And you can achieve this when your level of resilience, maturity and confidence is always there. And for me, the players have shown these values today. That's why... I am very pleased with the result that we have achieved.
2: We've heard you talk so many times about when you pick a team, it's not just a team to start the game, it's the team that finishes the game. And with Mikey Johnston, with Callum Marshall and the goalscorer Andy Weiman, you've got three players there that came on and made a massive impact.
3: Uh, plus DK, because today we have the, we have had the possibility to, put, to change all the front four players of attack. But in football, you need everyone, and, and when you have good players, they need to understand that the important is the minute that they play. It doesn't important if they the first one, it doesn't important if the last ones. The only important here, the only important thing for me is the team, and is to make our best every time we are in the football pitch to help our team. And that's why for me, the player that start the game and the player that went from the bench, all of them for me has had an important contribution in the res- in the result of the team.
2: Just finally, Carlos. What's first, looking at Ipswich or changing nappies?
3: Uh, you know the answer. <laughs> first, I will try to rest, but making our, our personal responsibilities, facing my rep- personal responsibilities, and as soon as I rest, I will start to prepare our our next game. That is very important for us, and we will again to to make our best to achieve the result that we want to achieve.
0: Congratulations, Carlos. I hope you did manage to get some sleep. And uh, after that, Jez also managed to grab a word with the goal scorer, Andy Vyman.
2: Andy, I can tell by the smile across your face that you absolutely loved that moment.
4: I did, yeah. Um, obviously, it was nice coming on, make my home debut, uh, getting the winner. And obviously, yeah, when I came on, there's a few songs on the way, and so yeah, I was happy to get the winner. And, well, I had the last laugh at the end today.
2: Talk us through the goal, because it was a striker's instinct, wasn't it, to dart across the defender?
4: Yeah, I think, to be fair, the manager always says, you know, in training, we always need one across the front post. And i seen Daniel in down the right, and yeah, it was just instinct, hoping I make that run. And it was a perfect cross, and I just snapped my leg out, and luckily went in the net.
2: You said in your first interview that you felt as though that if we got the ball to you in the right areas, and you got in the right areas, you'd score goals, and I mean, you've put your, your money where your mouth is today.
4: Yeah, no, I've, I've always felt that in my career that I'm quite a good finisher. Like I said, I won't score every chance, but uh, I feel quite confident in front of the goal. And yeah, today I think those finishes are what I, what I live off, like first-time finishers. So I love them and yeah, it's nice to go and get the winner.
2: It was a really tight game, a game that was probably going to be decided by one goal. Did you feel as though your team deserved it?
4: Yeah, I think they, they might be a little bit frustrated. Maybe I know they hit the post from a corner. Um, but yeah, I think it was a tight game. Not much in it. Um, but that's the championship, I think. Um, you like get one chance, you take it, you win the game, you, you move on 1-0, three points. That that's all that matters today. And just finally,
2: Andy, there's so much talk about players coming on and having an impact from the bench in the Skybet Championship. We brought on our three January signings. Of course, you're one of them. And it showed, didn't it, that when you do have options on the bench to come on and change games that can happen
4: yeah definitely i think especially in the championship you know there's, there's so many games it's, it's relentless so having a good bench having options off the bench is obviously good for the manager but also good for the for the squad you know i think if we come on after 60 70 minutes and it's just another fresh energy and um, the defender's already tired so yeah no it worked for us today and, and hopefully long may continue
0: yes hopefully that's the first of many for andy Weiman. so A hard-fought win, not a classic, but a win's a win. Elsewhere, Albion's women uh, picked up three points with a 2-1 win against Derby County. Uh, The men's under-18s won 1-0 away at Reading. Uh, Unfortunately, the PL2 side um, lost 3-0 against Reading in the PL Cup, and that, unfortunately, Uh, coupled with Blackburn beating Sheffield United 3-2 means that uh, they are out of the competition for this season. So bad luck boys. And finally from uh, the weekend's action, um, both Caleb Taylor and Zach Ashworth uh, on loan at Bolton of course um, played a part in their one-all draw uh, with Barnsley. Zach Ashworth actually scored Bolton's equaliser, which means that he's now scored in the last two games for Bolton. So uh, well done, Zach. Uh, Things are going well for him uh, up at Bolton. A Couple of pieces of ticket news um, for anybody wishing to go along to the Ipswich and Hull away matches coming up. So tickets for Ipswich are now on general sale. Um, Of course, the game is coming up on Saturday, so you better be quick. Uh, There's a range of prices, the highs being ranging from £32 down to £10, depending on what age bracket you fall into. And wheelchair bays range from £24 down to £6. And coach travel is available at a cost of £30 for that one. As for the trip to Hull on Saturday, the 24th of February, that's another 12.30 kickoff. Tickets are now on sale to away members and season ticket holders. Again, there's a range of price categories, uh, the most expensive being 24 pounds and the cheapest being three pounds. And Coach Travel for that one is available for 25 pounds. So that one coming up on the 24th of February. So that's about it for this episode. I hope people found it useful and enjoyable. The aim will be to publish an episode at least once a week. So keep an eye out for them on uh, Spotify, Apple Music, or Apple Podcasts rather, and Amazon Music. And if you have Alexa as a lodger Mm -hmm. in your household, you should be able to ask her to play the podcast as well. So until next time, take care and come on you baggies.